welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Brazil. This is a show where I get to talk about sports. I get to talk about business. I get to talk about everything in between. And today, my guest is Michael Kados. He is the GM of Playing the Field, as well as the host of the Fan Experience Podcast. Michael, how are you doing today, man? Mike, thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure. Pleasure is all mine. I promise you that. I'm excited to talk about the app a little bit. Obviously, you're a podcast host, so I'm sure we could talk about hours about why we love talking into a microphone so much. We'll, we'll keep it probably closer to 30, 40 minutes, but I'm sure we could. So, Mike, yeah. first question I have for everybody on the For the Love of Sports podcast is, why do you love sports so much? Just uh, really just born into it. Um, you know, where it really uh, started was you know, going to Shea Stadium, you know, I see you're wearing the, you're rocking the Mets hoodie and uh, I am a fellow Mets fan. And, you know, I lived about a mile away from Shea. So, you know, every other Sunday or, you know, at least, you know, a few games a year, we would just, you know, just drive over to Shea and uh, go to the games and they were dirt cheap back then. Uh, so it was a little, a little bit more feasible to go to the games at that point. So, um you know, my, my dad was always a big Mets fan. He brought us over there. And I didn't really like, you know, it was kind of like going there with my dad. And then mm-hmm. later on, I really developed the the love. Like, you know, after being in the stands and, and seeing these games, you know, in person and seeing, you know, some iconic moments, uh, which will end up tying back into why I started the podcast that I did. But you know, it's just, it's, it's all a matter of those fan experiences and, and the things that you, you know, that you live through, you know, live and in person. And it's just, there's nothing that compares to it. And then, uh, you know, I grew on to like uh, football later on in life. You know, I was actually a late bloomer on that. I was uh, about 20, 21 years old before I even started watching football, but now, you know, it's baseball and football for me. Um, Unfortunately, I'm a Mets and Jets fan, so it's uh, a little tough. But um, but, sorry to hear that, man. I'm at least a Giants fan, so I have. There was a couple winning years somewhere in there. Not not as great recently, but there was a couple back then. Yes, absolutely, and um, it just um, you know, it's just that that camaraderie that that sports has, and uh, just all the fun things that that revolve around sports, and that's really all it's about for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, as you were saying, you know, some of those dramatic moments that you got to see in person, you know, so many people watching them on TV, it's, it's a real life reality TV show, right? Like it's you we really do not know what's going to happen. We don't know what that next pitch is going to bring. We don't know what that next play is going to bring and the opportunities that come with it are, am I going to be happy or sad for the next week, right? Like, that's kind of the funniest part fan is short yeah. fanatic. I, I let my emotions ride. Not so much anymore because my expectations are just so low for the Mets and the Giants. But it's yeah. just one of those things where you know, you kind of just just let it go. You you see what happens. And I got to ask because you are a Mets fan. Before we get into the rest of the show, like, how how have you been trying to spend Steve Cohen's money for the last couple months? <laughs> have, you, have you written any uh, written any big checks recently? Because I know most Mets fans, including myself, uh, we've been shopping with someone else's money. It's been a lot of fun knowing that hey. Maybe our owners, you know, want to try moving forward. That'd be kind of cool, right? Yeah. Well, I, I would love uh, for Steve Cohen to uh, to bring playing the field on board uh, with, with the Mets. So if, if I'm going to have one thing that I want him to spend his money on, that'd be it. 
Uncle Steve, if you're out there listening, please help us poor Mets fans out. Help us poor Mets fans out. So yeah, yeah let's let's talk about playing the field a little bit. So it's a it's an application. It's kind of a a dating and friendship app through sports, which I think is really cool. And I like the way that you're kind of taking it. So you know, talk to me a little bit. As you said before, with some of those dramatic moments, we'll tie it back in. How where did the the idea for playing the field come from? And um, you know, why why did you think this was something that you know, hey, I can put. I can put some blood, sweat, tears, and a couple bucks behind it and think it'll become more successful. Yeah, uh, great question. So, I mean, the, the original concept came to me about, I would say, about five years ago. Uh, I was on uh, online dating apps, and, you know, I used, you know, the, the fair share of the, the usual apps. And um, I just felt like there was... I don't know. I don't know. It was just it wasn't streamlined for finding somebody because I'm I'm a huge sports fan. And, you know, as as you know, you know, if you either know sports or you don't know sports. And and if that person that you're with, you know, doesn't know sports like, you know, there's a little bit of a disconnect. Not saying you cannot Mm -hmm. have a you know, romantic relationship with somebody that doesn't like sports and you're a sports fan. But there's always going to be that that thing that is part of your core that they will never understand. So, you know, if, if I had a preference, it would be to Mm -hmm. be with a sports fan. And when I was on these online dating apps, you would either be, you know, swiping or clicking to, to the next one to see if there's somebody that's wearing a Jersey in one of their profile pictures or has some kind of mention in their, in their bio saying, Oh, I'm a sports fan. Oh, I'm a Yankee fan. Oh, I'm a Mets fan. But, you know, there's only limited capability to put in your bio. So you're not going to put every little thing about you. Um, And I thought that there would be a better way to showcase that if we had, you know, an app that front and center showcase that you're a sports fan, and then you could add all your other, you know, personality traits along with it. Because in my opinion, my personal opinion is that, I don't like putting sports in an interest section like I would that I like to cook or that I like R&B music, you know, because sports, a sports, being a sports fan is not an interest. It's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I think it it sells it short when you have to say, okay, you know, keyword sports, you know, that's just it's not the same. And um, I know a lot of other sports fans feel the same way. So. I decided to, you know, to dabble into trying to create my own. And I was dabbling into learning how to code at that time. I was brainstorming it real quick. I, I thought of the name in about 10 seconds. So it wasn't taken. And I'm like, okay, perfect. And then a month later, I met my wife on another dating app. Perfect. Well, uh, so, you could have left that part of the story out, honestly. It's really not that big a deal, but yeah, I get it. I get it. But I appreciate no, it, it is because that's why, you know, I, it took me four years to actually act on it. Okay. Um, oh, I like that. There you go. You know, because it was, uh, you know, I came up with the concept five years ago and I met her and that problem didn't need a solution for myself, at least uh, in the immediate. And after marriage, after a baby and things calmed down a little bit. We decided together, you know, like, let's just do it. And, um, you know, so she's been helping me along the way, you know, helping uh, budgeting and, and mm-hmm. you know, really pushing to get this, uh, this, make this dream a reality. So last year I went out, I trademarked the name that ended up officializing January of this year. 
I was going out, I was trying to find uh, investments and, and, and trying to find help on the development aspect of it. Uh, because me as just a solo coder, you know, it was, it was proven to be difficult with a day job, two kids, a wife, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't all that easy. And then I got furloughed from my day job during the quarantine. And I'm like, I can either binge watch Netflix mm-hmm. all day, or I can, you know, pretty much put destiny in my own hands and try and do whatever I can to make this dream a reality and that's what I did, you know, sat there on the computer for 10, 12, some, sometimes 14, 15 hours a day just trying to create this this app. And I created it. I mean, I, I got a beta out there, an MVP beta. Um, it's only on the web app right now. We're still working on the mobile versions, but it is out there for people to use. It's at playthefielddating.com. Uh, people can use it. We're trying to get those mobile apps and also a nice little aesthetic update and a couple of bug fixes out there uh, sometime this football season. And, uh, you know, we're working hard on uh, pushing that out. Awesome, man. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, it's pretty, you know, I appreciate that you took advantage of the quarantine a little bit, right? As you said, so many people could just sit on the couch and watch Netflix and just kind of like, that's the easy way out. That's it is a very easy. And in certain situations, I mean, one day of that, maybe a couple days of that, especially in the beginning is understandable. Yeah. Very weird time. I can't tell you how you deal with your stuff, but I appreciate that you said, you know what, like this is, you know, hey, it sucks, but hopefully you were getting that unemployment check that was coming in. That I know, I mean, I got the opportunity to get that as well. So that really, that helped a lot. And you were able to then take that and really take that time that you would not have had otherwise and really put it into it. And it sounds like you were capable of doing that. And and one thing I want to touch upon from what you said before, you know, sports is not an interest. Like I plan my weekends and my days around what game is on that night. I, I make sure that I will be somewhere in front of a television or I have the radio app that allows me to listen to a specific game, depending on where I am, you know, baseball playoffs, baseball is my favorite sport playoffs are on right now. The only game on tonight is the Yankees Rays. Sure as hell, I'm going to be paying attention to the Yankees Rays game most of the night just to see what happens. So it's one of those things. Got Lakers Heat tonight too. Uh, that series is over though. I don't care. About yeah, that. yeah. The Lakers are. Like, I think it's your favorite by seven. I don't. I think, love LeBron. Uh, I want LeBron to win more than the next guy. I can guarantee it. But I don't need to watch that game. I can kind of basketball. You could just watch the fourth quarter anyway. So it's really. I know it's the last five minutes. That's what I always say. You watch the last five minutes and you watch the whole game. You watch the whole game exactly. But um, no, exactly. So I'm going to be paying attention to certain stuff, but I will be making sure that my night and my days are surrounded by that. College football Saturdays, Big Ten's coming back. I mean, I might be going to the beach, but you're sure as hell I'm going to be paying attention to the game. All the good games aren't until later at night anyway. Obviously, all day Sunday. That's all I do is watch football. So it's funny how you say you can't really like sports isn't an interest. It's literally my life. It's the only thing I care about outside of my wife and some of my friends, but it's really all we got. And so I guess, you know, with with this um, opportunity of quarantine that you've gotten where you've been able to really code more, put more time, effort, energy into it, you know, hopefully start finding some investors or at least getting getting down that road. What? Why do you think this is the type of app? Why do you think this is the type of dating service that will succeed in a market that is now flooded with pretty much any type of dating service that you can think of. They all exist at this point. Yeah, so that's a that's a great question. And uh, let me re-clarify what Play in the Field is. So yes, the concept started as an online dating app for sports fans. Um, but through you know talking to people, talking to the market, 
you know, there was a lot of uh, people that were in romantic relationships with people that didn't like sports, but you know, they're not going to leave that person. They're, they're, they're still in love with that person, but mm. it, there was still that little disconnect where, you know, they still wanted camaraderie in, you know, platonic camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know that was a big thing for me as well. You know, I play uh, even a few years back before the dating app, I play uh, pickup softball every Sunday morning. And, you know, we, we had this group of guys and then a couple of guys, you know, were just moving away or you know, whatnot. And we needed to recruit new people. So I went online and tried to figure out, you know, is there a way to go out there and recruit some people? And I ended up, you know, making like a meetup for it. But meetup is not, you know, that's more for professional. Mm-hmm. And I did get a couple of people out of it. But but the fact of the matter is, like, I've always said I want to join a recreational softball league. But I don't know 10 people that want to sign up. You know, everyone's got busy schedules. You know, you, when you were a kid, you can go to your friend's house, say, hey, let's go play basketball. Can't do that now. People got responsibilities. But there are people out there that want that same thing. They want to schedule that Saturday morning pickup basketball game. They want to have a midweek softball game for a recreational league. Um, but it's just a matter of finding those people. And that that's what made playing the field evolve into more less of a, a sports fan dating app, but more of a sports fan community. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's to find those extra teammates or to find game buddies, you know, somebody to go to a game with, you know, I mean, me and you, you know, we're Mets fans, but, um, you know, maybe my wife doesn't want to go, you know, maybe you want to go to a Met game and we'll, and we'll sit there and, you know, connect and, and text and be like, okay, let's go to a game or, you know, say I want to get season tickets, but none of my friends can financially afford it or they don't have the the flexibility in their in their schedules to even go to the games. But there's other people that are that, that do have that capability. And, you know, instead of being with a complete stranger, you get to know somebody on a, you know, on, on a deeper level and you, you have that core. And let's just be real. Sports is the world's best unifier. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether you root for the same team or not, like, you know, a Mets fan can get along with a Yankees fan. And even a Yankees fan can get along with a Red Sox fan because at their core, you know, you're still, you know, a fan of the game and and the love of that game. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you're going to be at each other's necks when you guys are, are facing each other, but that also makes it fun too. Um, you know, and it, it, I don't know, it's just that there's a level of respect that sports fans have for each other, whether they're on rival teams, uh, rooting for rival teams or, or not, you know, and so much more so than, you know, say the political climate, you know, you're either right or you're left. And if you're right and, you know, if you're a right and a left, get in the same room together, somebody ends up storming out of that room or, or, or cursing or, you know, getting a little mm-hmm. violent. Yeah. But if a Yankee fan and a Red Sox fan end up in the same room, they could still yeah. talk, you know, they could still talk amicably and get along and, and talk about, you know, Great memories, well, even if it is the Red Sox saying, "Hey, we beat you when we, you guys were down. Uh, we were, you were up three and zero, and we still came back." Um, you know, my pod, my podcast co-host, you know, he's a Yankee fan, and I'm a Mets fan, and it it works out tremendously. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're yeah, we we take a couple of jabs at each other, but at the same time, we both love 
the game of baseball. We both love sports in general. And, you know, that's what really makes it work. Yeah, I would I would agree to everything you said, except for people from Philadelphia. I will take them out of the equation. There. Uh, everybody else, everybody else, I'm totally fine with. Um, well, I guess if if people throw batteries at Santa Claus, I guess that that might be a, it's a good good place. I have never. Run. Yeah. I mean, I've been to New York City countless times, and I've seen people in Phillies hats there, and Eagles hats, and and Red Sox hats, and Patriots hats, and nothing is ever said. I went to, I went to the Jersey Shore a couple summers ago wearing a giants shirt and mm. I have never been heckled more in my entire oh, life. Yeah. And I was just like, what's, what's going on here? Like this, is, you're terrible, awful people. Like I just don't get it. So yeah, I would take everybody but Philadelphians out of that equation there. And I guess, so with, with the evolution of the, the app, the website, the, the idea a little bit, do you think it might get a little confusing for people like kind of having it start as that like dating app to now me more being like now there's kind of two sides of it. And I understand it's the community aspect, but how, how have you seen kind of the the reaction from the audience going from, hey, this is, you know, a dating app to now like, hey, like it is a dating app still. You can find somebody that you can you know hopefully fall in love with and spend some time with moving forward. But also if you are just looking for that pickup softball, um, you know, player or, or, or a person to kind of fill in has that gotten confusing or has the community kind of embraced that aspect saying this is kind of what we wanted? Yeah. I mean, we've gotten a lot of uh, positive feedback. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, our, you know, we haven't, you know, really fleshed out the the brand too much. You know, we're trying to figure out ways it's, it's been primarily me um, Mm -hmm. to date, you know, to actually get that uh, word out there. Uh, whether it be social media and, um, you know, now with the, the podcast as well. So my co-host is helping on, on, on that front, you know, as far as the, the podcast and, and we're definitely promoting it on, on the podcast as well. Uh, but yeah, anyone that I've mentioned it to and, and the people that are out there, they, they do like the, the concept of it and, you know, it's just one centralized platform. And, and you mentioned, you know, a lot of dating apps. I don't think of, I don't think of this as a as a niche dating app. I think of it as a niche sports app because mm-hmm. the sports community is a lot bigger than the online dating community by far. Uh, and, you yeah, that's that's the way I like to look at it. And it's, um, you know, it's just, mm. yeah. you know, it, it means a lot that, you know, just the fact that, you know, me and my co-host, we met at a Mets game through a friend, but we met at a Mets game a decade ago. We got to talking through sports. He ended up joining my fantasy football league for a decade. And then, you know, I was talking to him before the season. We were getting ready for a fantasy football draft. He's like, oh, I'm dropping out this year. I'm going to take a year off. Um, and then we got to talking about how I wanted to start a podcast and he wanted to start a podcast. So I was like, all right, let's just do it together. And, it, and it's worked out great. I mean, we're we just finished episode 24 last night and, you know, we're meeting a lot of people, a lot of a lot of great individuals, whether they're just your average Joe sports fans or people that work in the sports industry. And uh, I know you're going to be gracing us with uh, your presence uh, next uh, next month. Um, and, you know, we're looking forward to that as well. But, yeah, we're just meeting, a, you know, a lot of people. And in a, in a time where people are supposed to be socially distancing and and, you know, we've been meeting you know, numerous people and, and connecting with numerous people. Yeah. Maybe we're not face to face in the flesh, but 
we're diving deep into who these these people are as a person, as a sports fan, as you know, just you know, what's their story? You know, you don't have to be an athlete, you don't have to be a celebrity to have like a you know amazing story, whether it's uh, around sports or something else. It's just you know, it's always fun to to know what what makes everyone tick and you know why they are on the path that they're at. And I guess what was the, you, you said you wanted to start one. You said your co-host wanted to start one. Was it more for the branding and awareness of the app? Was it some, was it kind of a 50, 50, like, Hey, I, it would help with the branding and the app, but I've also always just kind of wanted to talk to people and ask them questions. Like where did the idea for hosting your own podcast come from? Yeah. I mean, uh, I would say a huge inspiration was Gary V. Um, and you know, if you would have asked me a year ago, or it told me a year ago I would host my own podcast. I would have called you crazy. And then, you know, after getting the the app off the ground, um, I, I just, you know, I'd getting on social media to try and promote it. You know, I'd see all these podcasts, you know, promos stick, you know, just floating around there. And sure enough, a couple of a couple of those would, you know, go on and follow the page and I'd engage with them and ended up getting invited to a couple of podcasts and i was like i'm like all right i'm like it'll get my name out there i can i can talk about playing the field i was completely green uh, i you know i was complete rookie at it i'm like oh my goodness i'm gonna be on a, a podcast but whatever I, I i did it um you know like gary gary v says like you just gotta throw humility out and you just gotta do it because you know it there's uh you just have to and then, so I did a couple, and then I did a couple more, and I'm like, you know, you know, it's great being a guest, and you know, I, I love the fact that you know people can come on here and they can talk about their stories, and I'm like, I should just make my own too because you know a lot of people out there want to tell their stories, and uh, so yeah, it was it was a little bit of a mixture of both. You know, I definitely wanted to get. Uh, the brand name out there, you know, behind me, you have, you know, it, right now it's zoomed in a little bit, but there's playing the field logos all over it. Um, yeah. So you got a playing the field logo right there. And uh, it's just, um, so it, it is a little bit about brand awareness and, and keeping to the brand, but it, the whole, the whole point of it is, you know, we're building a sports fan community and we are bringing on sports fans to show everybody that no matter what, like there, there's something that you can relate to with the person that's on, you know, there, there's going to be a story that you have. That's the same as the other person's story, you know, whether it was a game that you went to, whether it was, you know, a relationship that you formed because of sports, you know, whether it was romantic platonic, maybe it was growing closer to your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, your cousin, you know, those those stories are universal. Like they, you know, there's something that, that everyone can relate to. And that just brings back and reinforces the, the point of community. And, you know, honestly, so it, it really did start as more of a brand awareness, more of a community, but now it's just, it's just fun. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's really a lot of fun. We're talking to great people. We're meeting great people. We're talking about sports. It doesn't feel like work at all because you know we're just talking about sports and and we're you know we're just talking to people you know it's not 
doesn't feel like it's an interview. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk to talk to guests, like just like right now, it doesn't feel like I'm being interviewed. I'm just talking. Yep. And, uh, you know, and that's really and we love the fact that, you know, our guests leave and, you know, they send a text message or an email you know, like immediately that after they get off, like I had such a great time because, you know, we sit there and we, we laugh. Sometimes we cry, uh, unfortunately, uh, depending on who we have on. Um, but yeah, it's it's just been a lot of fun, and we just uh, gained our first sponsor, which we're gonna. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it, and uh, you know, it's all thanks to you know the people that are the sitting there and watching it and uh, showing it some love, and uh, we're we're having a lot of fun, and can't wait for it to uh, to get even bigger. I love it, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just such a, it's such a fun process just getting to talk to people and right. Like I've always been a huge fan of conversations, grew up in a uh, Italian household. So, you know, Sunday nights going to grandma and grandpa's hearing the same story over and over again. I've always liked to just talk to people, have conversations about some of the stuff. Cause my favorite thing in the world is hearing somebody who's extremely passionate about something, whether I know what the hell they're talking about or not. It's just always so fun to see and hear and, and kind of feel that energy that comes from somebody else because they love something so much, whether mm-hmm. I love it or not, it's still awesome to enjoy. And that's why I love having this show. Same thing. Yeah. Just, you get to talk to people and have those conversations. And so with, with the fan experience podcast, uh, I would, I do want to hop back to the app in a second here, but yeah. what are, what are some of those stories that you've heard and, and some of the stories that you've been able to have the opportunity to help tell other people? And allow them to hear kind of what's going on in this community. But more importantly, as you said, you know, the, the emotions that then come with sports along the way. Yeah, I mean, we have we have all walks of life. I mean, we had, you know, somebody on last week that, you know, singer songwriter and uh, he ended up performing or his rendition of the national anthem played before the Heats game uh, this past Sunday. Wow. And he had a you know an impeccable winning record whenever he would perform at a Heats game. And the Heat actually won that yep. game. That was the only game that they won. But okay. um, you know, so you know, so that was that was nice. You know, somebody proposed to their their girlfriend at um, Fenway Park. You know, so great moments like that. You know, there's also moments where you know people grew as a person. Whether it was you know learning perseverance, learning not quitting when when it came to. Uh, it getting too hard when they were playing little league or high school ball or college ball, and then really pushing forward and then ended up not being an athlete, but using that same mindset, you know, to push themselves forward in, in the business realm. And, um, you know, those are the stories we love to hear, you know, whether it's, you know, sappy, you know, Hey, I proposed to my, uh, girlfriend at, at Fenway park, which is amazing. I mean, how many people get the opportunity to do that? Um, unless you're Jimmy Fallon in the movie. Yeah, right. um, and, you know, obviously those, those perseverance stories, those, you know, uh, the fact that, you know, like teamwork and, and, and building relationships with, with all these people because of, um, because of sports or, you know, because of, you know, ex, ex mm-hmm. teammates and, and stuff like that. And, and the bond that they still hold when they played when they played with uh, them in college or high school and they're, and they're still, they're still out there and they're still going to each other's weddings, you know, 20 years later. And that camaraderie part is, you know, it's, it's second to none. Mm -hmm. No, I love that, man. And I think it is, again, just getting to hear those stories and you now having uh, an opportunity to help tell them, or at least ask the questions 
to get a deeper understanding of really what's going on and tying that back into sports, I think is, you know, it's absolutely fantastic. And I love the, love the idea behind it. And I'm very, very excited. I think it's November 9th, maybe about a month from today. I think it's the, I think it's the 10th. Is it the 10th? Okay. 31 days or 30 ish days from now. So I'm very, yeah. Election day is the third and uh, you're the, that next week. Perfect. Well, I'm I'm excited to to be on. Very excited for that. So it should be fun. Hopping back to the app for a second. So as you said, you've kind of gone through some evolution. You changed a little bit of stuff, but again, it's still working. Talk to me about some of the successes that you guys have been able to see so far in the last few months with the app, whether that is, I mean, just pitching it to some investors or or just seeing some people gain a little bit of experience with it and really see some of the positives with it. What have you seen on that end so far? Yeah. So right now, I mean, with a a community app and a dating app, it's a numbers game, Mm -hmm. you know, so we need to have a lot of users right now. The the user count isn't, you know, where, where we want it to be, but at the same time, you know, it's still very early on. And, um, you know, I have a limited budget as far as marketing goes, so I haven't really pushed it out. It's really just been the organic marketing, the, you know, the podcast marketing. Um, we, and it's also still the beta, so I don't, you know, I'm not really yeah, pushing people out there to a buggy, buggy version. Um, but you know, we want people on there, you know, as, as little as we can, as many as we can, and then they go on there, and you know, the, the feedback's been positive. I mean, they like the, they like the way it's laid out. It, we are changing, a, you know, a few things because right now it's streamlined for more of the dating side, mm. and we are adding in the features for more of the friendship angle and uh all the all the profiles are in the shape and uh of a trading card you know so it, it, it's got that you know that baseball card football card feel right off the bat and you know that's that's really our special sauce um because when you think of sports you know you that's what you think of mm-hmm. i mean let's just be real and um you know our app currency which is is going to get a little bit more fleshed out uh, in the future, but we the currency is in the form of uh, bubble gum because Very with cute. baseball Love cards, it. there's there's bubble gum because um, you know gold coins and medals and mm. and you know and stars, you know I just they've all been played out time and time again. So we wanted to try something different, even tickets like that's been played out as well. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to try something that, that really resonated with sports fans. And when you buy a pack, of, you know, when you're going to get a pack of cards every day to, to scroll through, you're going to also get some, some gum. And then, you know, they'll, they'll also get some gum for, you know, using the app, referring their friends and, uh, things like that. And they can buy add-ons and, um, you know, use it for, for purchases in a, a store we, we hope to have with, you know, merchandise, whether it's playing the field merchandise uh, or, you know, official official merchandise with, um, you know, mm-hmm. other other retailers and stuff like that. Uh, as far as far as tickets, too, uh, because really we want to connect them and we we want them to go to games together. I mean, that's really that's really the goal. You know, you you already know that you're they're a sports fan. You, you you're both a fan of the Mets. You're both a fan of the Yankees. Yeah, you're going to go out there and you're going to go to a Yankee Yankee game and and we're going to help you help you out in that um, process. Because my personal feeling is, yeah, that there's been so many things with as far as dating, you know, 
the the dangers of online dating and and the catfishing. Mm-hmm. But let's be real. Like, if you're gonna online date and say, okay, I'm gonna meet up with this this person and we're gonna Netflix and chill, you know that that right there screams red flag. But if we're gonna go to a Yankee game or a Mets game, you're gonna be surrounded by thousands of people and a whole bunch of security. Mm-hmm. And you know that 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 opportunity for catfishing, I feel, is you know, yeah. It, yeah, why would somebody, you know, yeah, why would you spend the money on a Yankees ticket to be a fake person? Like that doesn't even make sense. So, it, no, it, I, it, I think that's a pretty good point. You know, exactly. And and you're just going to be around thousands of people and a whole bunch of security. So, you know, that danger aspect, you know, is a lot, uh, you know, a lot less. Yeah, and and with um, you know, with that as you said, it's it's a numbers game. You're trying to get a lot of people on, but as you said before, you know, you took advantage of a, a shitty situation in what is this quarantine, which is the pandemic. How what have you seen in terms of more people added to the website with the pandemic, obviously you've been able to code significantly more. So hopefully, you know, everything looks a little nicer. As you said, you're, you're looking to upgrade the aesthetic a little bit, but in terms of the pandemic and, and, you know, understanding dating apps, a lot of it had to like pivot to virtual and now it's weird kind of meeting up with people. How have, what have you seen in terms of, of that, you know, the last six to eight months outside of the extra work you've been able to put in, but kind of the response from the community and just from from people in general uh, about the app understanding hey we're not going to sporting events really unless you're down south for for a little while longer um have, have you seen some positives or or some you know uh, um negatives i guess in, in terms of that well you know our original plan to market was you know to go out there to where our market is you know mm-hmm. go out to sports games and, you know, you know, I'm pretty much, you know, introduce everybody mm-hmm. to it there. I mean, we we know that that's where the sports fans go and where they congregate, you know, whether it's tailgate parties, whether it's, you know, just at a sports bar. And and that whole aspect of things is it's just on hold right now. So we're, we're taking it. You know, it's a little bit of a silver lining right now because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, sports we're not even allowed to have fans in many stadiums. So, you know, it's giving us the opportunity to sit there and build and polish the product and then go even harder when it comes to, you know, things opening back up. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really the, the goal because people are going to want to go back to games and, you know, they're going to want to go back to games uh, together. And, you know, if they can uh, sit there and connect with people, whether it's at the game, we, you know, we also want to, down the road even have a way for people to connect while they're at the game and not, you know, not just on their phone. Like they will do it through the app, but to find out, you know, if there are other people that are at the game with them mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, cause you know, you meet, meet people at the game or you see people at the game and you're like, Oh, you know, but you don't know anything else about them. Like, you know, they're having a great time. Oh, they're, you know, they're a huge fan, but I don't know their name. I don't know anything about them. You know, just like a couple of other dating apps, you know, we pass a person in the street. There's a there's a dating app for that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, you know, so it's kind of like a, a hybrid with that one as well. Um, but just with the community and the dating aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, hey, you're a Mets fan. You're you're my friend. Right. Like we can go right from there. I don't need to know your name. We can be we can be good friends just because root for DeGrom to win his third Cy Young doesn't look like it's going to happen. But 
maybe next year. No, maybe no, next year. Okay. Maybe next year. But Michael, this has been awesome, man. Um, where can everybody find out more information on you on the app and, and you know get get accustomed to it a little bit? So yeah, you can find a little bit more information at playthefieldnow.com. Uh, that that will have a, the link to our uh, our web app, which is at playthefielddating.com, and also links to our podcast, the Fan Experience Podcast. We are live every Tuesday and Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. We stream to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at the moment. Uh, we also upload all of our shows to Apple, Spotify, the, the usual um, – the usual characters as far as the podcast platforms. And um, yeah, we, you know, we're more than happy to, you know, accept applications to come on as a guest for that. And um, right now, if everybody signs up in the beta version, you know, you will get, you will get more perks when the, the full version comes out and um, you know, some free, free goodies on that. And uh, also help you out with uh, trying to get you guys into the games when, when you know regular sports resumes uh but you know hopefully that's sooner rather than later but we got to stay safe at this current current time that we're in uh but it will it'll all get back to normal soon one of these days man one of these days days. michael katos gm of playing the field love that by the way i think that's pretty cool and host of the fan experience really appreciate your time today man awesome thanks a lot mike and uh It was a pleasure and uh, looking forward to having you on ours next month. Appreciate it, brother. All right.